0: Hey, this is Jonathan, and this is the November Q&A podcast, and I've got eight questions for this one, so I'm going to try to have a little bit more of a rapid clip going through them. Question number one, I heard from Bacaland, I think he commented on YouTube, he said, hey Jonathan, I would like to ask you, what is the best nootropic in your opinion, and what is better, oxyracetam with phenylperacetam or Nupept with phenolparacetam? So there's two questions in there. The best nootropic in your opinion. Okay, this is a question like when people say, hey, I want to travel the world to seduce exotic women which country has the best women tell me which ones are the best and i'll go there and it really is subjective and based upon what you're trying to accomplish and based upon your unique neurobiology and your cognitive and personality and uh, makeup and your different Uh, motivations. So I I really can't tell you what the best nootropic is. I'm just gonna have to recommend that you try a couple of the ones that are held in high esteem by biohackers and high-performance successful people and you'll be able to select something from that that you really really like that you consider your your personal favorite. You may also be asking Jonathan, what in your opinion, what in your personal view is the best? And I have to go with the product that I created myself. And obviously, I created it largely so that I could have something that really worked great for me. And that is Kabayjo, which was a racetam-rich stack that used two special proprietary ingredients that really increased the bioavailability of the other racetams in it that took all the other racetams that i've been using for all these years and that are held in such high esteem and took it to the next level that product was called Kabajo and i've sold it to about a hundred people at this point a little bit more than that and i will consistently hear people that are veterans of pharmacological enhancement and they'll tell me wow this is like the best or one of the best things that i've ever tried so yeah so i, I have to personally i'd probably rank that number one the second part of your question you're asking about paracetam and the other those other two racetams nupept and oxyracetam, because while you can take phenyl on its own it, it it's expensive And so you really want to maximize that cognitive bang for your buck that you're getting out of it. And if you combine it with some other things, it can really take things to the next level. And I like oxiracetam more than Nupept for a couple of reasons. Oxiracetam is more proven by double-blind human clinical trials and, and solid science, whereas Nupept, it just has those a handful of decent studies that have been done on it and Oxyracetam, based upon dealing with the people that i've talked with that are you know uh self-experimenters self-quantifiers oxiracetam seems to work more consistently than nupept does and personally i really like Oxyracetam because it in a very subtle way stimulates discipline and i really can't say the same for New pet. But I'll also draw your attention to two other cofactors of phenylparacetam. And I want to, perhaps cofactors isn't, isn't quite the right word, because cofactors implies that there's some type of pharmacological action that they have together, like the way that Alpha-GPC and phenylparacetam do. Um, but two things that as I was researching, people kept saying, wow, these three things together were just like a uh, having a, a, a menage a trois with, you know, those green aliens from an old uh, Star Trek episode that Captain Kirk would get <laughs> frisky with, uh, which is c CMAX, and CELENC. CMAX and Selank are these two nootropics of Russian origin and they are peptides and they work more specifically on the BDNF mechanism. And I recently researched CMAX really thoroughly and looked through, geez, probably at least several hundred anecdotal reports of uh, very rigorous biohackers. And I kept hearing people say phenoparacetam, CMAX and Selank. Wow. And uh, CMAX and CELANQ are are not, uh, CMAX is, is a little pricier. CELANQ is really not very pricey. And uh, so if you're going to shell out the cash for phenylparacetam, I would combine it with those two other things. If you really want to, you know, become so smart that you just figure out a invention that can deliver us world peace or whatever. Next question was from Yosheved. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that name correctly he said uh, fascinated by your research thank you sir i'm uh, 52 years old i've had two minor strokes and i recently moved to israel i'm struggling to learn hebrew i take sssri ssri medication and i have to be careful about uh, which supplements that i take what do you recommend and he said that he was on zoloft and depakote for bipolar depression and the nootropic that you could take with a uh, very minimal risk which is to say virtually no risk along with those two SSRIs is paracetam. Paracetam you've probably heard of. It's the original, it's uh, it's one of the original nootropics that uh, was so effective in improving people's minds, improving their memory, their ability to focus, improving their mood, that it won this class of uh, pharmacological agents, the colloquialism smart drugs. Paracetam is debatably the first uh, quote unquote smart drug. And Paracetam is gonna help you, certainly with language learning. It helped me when I was, uh, learning Spanish and I doing some searching around for uh, what are nootropics that have conflicts that have an undesirable reaction with SSRIs particularly so Zoloft and Zapacote I do not think I'm pronouncing that second <laughs> SSRI correctly uh, paracetam came up and I came across a number of uh, anecdotal reports where people were saying that they combined those SSRIs with paracetam with no problem and I actually linked to a couple of forums where that was being discussed by people so if you're looking for something that's real safe I would go with that but I would encourage you to try to get off the SSRIs SSRIs have so many different undesirable side effects they have these long-term negative side effects they the science that supports ssris is uh increasingly increasingly kind of shoddy and there's a number of studies where they'll look at ssris and they don't do that great job of outperforming placebos or outperforming more natural type alternatives so what i would encourage you to do if if you're not gonna like totally you know like like commit suicide if you go off your ssris for a week is i would encourage you to line up about four or five different holistic lifestyle type approaches to your bipolar depression things like meditation and exercise and a keto diet and uh, you know go go and look things up on the internet you'll find a look things up on youtube you'll find a lot of different options line up and uh herbs of course herbal medicine uh cold showers maybe if you're up for it Uh, line up like five or six different holistic type things to address your uh depression and then uh cut the ssris and start taking paracetam, and you can even take paracetam at quite high dosages if you'd like. And I, uh, I, would, I would hope that you may be able to replace that, quite, that, that kind of risky SSRI strategy for addressing with some things that have a whole lot more upside with a whole lot less downside. I hope you'll let me know how that works out for you. Next question was from Steven. I said, hello, I've been following your channel for quite some time and I've actually been waiting to make my own brand of nootropics for quite a while. Could you give me some tips? I'm studying neuroscience at university and I am interested in nutritional neuroscience in relation to mental health and consciousness and I would like to get advice from somebody knowledgeable. Cool, man. Yeah, I, I, I think you should uh, try to do something entrepreneurial like if you're if you're a university student and your plan is to you know go and work a nine to five for a corporation for 25 years following graduation and then retire comfortably well it's just it's not going to work out for you that way our civilization is not on a trajectory where that path is going to work out if you want to be relatively happy and successful and comfortable in life, you're going to want to do something entrepreneurial and there is a seemingly boundless opportunity in this field of health and anti-aging, but my recommendation would be to because your message to me did not communicate that you were in a situation where you urgently needed to make income and launch something. So my recommendation would be do something original. The uh, health, anti-aging, biohacking spaces is increasingly competitive. And Almost every day I get emails from these new brands of nootropics or uh, lifestyle things that people are launching And there's just not a lot of original stuff. We're getting to that, uh, what is it? Is it the Heinlein principle where it's like 90% of everything is crap. And there's there's 10% that's actually worth looking at. So what I would encourage you, especially if you're in college or recently out of college, is yeah, do something in this space, but take some time, take six months, take a year if you have to, to come up with something that's really unique, that's really interesting. Uh, that's really good, and then I'll help you promote it uh, in any way that I can. Next question was from a Blake T. He said, hey, Jonathan, I love your work. Do you have a video or article on microdosing LSD? I'm interested in it as a nootropic. If not, could you direct me to the best resources on the subject? I have not done a video or a thorough article on microdosing LSD, and here's the reason why i i don't think it's bad uh i I also don't really think it's it's very risky Uh, however it is a little more risk risky the reason i haven't spent much time or attention on microdosing lsd is i just don't think it offers a whole lot that the other Pharmacological, creativity, and focus-enhancing substances uh, offer as a whole lot better deal. So when, when you look at like the ostensible benefits of microdosing LSD to like otherwise happy, healthy, sane people, it's like, well, it makes you a little bit more focused. It makes you just a little bit more creative. It will uh make you a little bit more relaxed and these are and and there are are all these like very low level subtle benefits that it offers and all of these benefits are offered by things like thiracetam's or things like the adaptogens or any number of other nootropic supplements that are a whole lot more proven that have hundreds of double-blind clinical human trials that have really good research that's actually done on them, which are uh, very affordable, very accessible, and importantly, legal. You know, LSD is still illegal in uh, many, many places, and the benefit that you're gonna get from microdosing it, that ostensible benefit is is uh, you can accomplish the same thing with all these other things so it, a lot of people they, they want to do microdosing of lsd i think largely just because it's kind of like edgy because it's like oh my gosh we're doing something illegal and you know this will you know make for a good story to tell my friends but the benefits it offers you are the same benefits that nootropics are much better proven to offer and they're a whole lot more easier to get and you don't have to worry about going to jail or or uh, having a hassle of dealing with the dealing with the police or you know who knows uh we have the government and uh all these different agencies spying on us seven different ways to uh to sunday via our smartphone and our web browser and who knows how many other digital avenues do you really want to be plugging your credit card and your bitcoin details into a website to buy uh packages of uh, or to buy a a little packet of uh, micro LSD doses when that could be uh, something that uh, Big Brother remembers that you did. Anyways, uh, you also asked what about uh, good resources? Yeah, so you'd want to check out uh, MAPS, which is the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. And there's uh, there's a biohacking scholar that is a a greater scholar than I, I don't, I'm not shy about saying so, named (laughs) Gwern, Gwern, Gwern.net. And he did a really thorough um, epic breakdown on microdosing LSD. So I will link to those resources on the blog article that is below this uh, podcast, wherever you may be listening to it. Then there was another guy named Subliminal89, and he commented on my meta-analysis podcast of CMAX, and he said, you said, Jonathan, that CMAX increases BDNF by 500%. Is that for the 0.1% stuff or the 1% stuff? well that would that would make quite a gets <laughs> a good question that'd make quite a difference wouldn't it because if that's only for the 1% stuff that's kind of pricey then the 0.1% stuff would only increase bdnf by 50% which is eh, it's it's not quite as impressive is it well i i went and i tracked down the study that was being referenced by the person that uh made that statement and it is the 0.1 stuff uh so so yeah so again uh as my the recommendation i gave in that podcast with Cmax, unless you really want to use it to treat some uh you know tragic uh illness of the mind that you have, and you're in kind of dire straits, and you want to shell out for that one percent stuff. I think you're, I think you're pretty okay going with the the 0.1 percent stuff. That is still benefited, or that is still demonstrated to have some uh, pretty uh, significant effects on on uh, stimulating the plasticity and the capacity of neuroge- neurogenesis of the mind, the BDNF. So uh, you'll you'll be fine with that. I I link in the podcast article to that particular paper, which was called CMAX, a revolutionary neuropeptide. Hey, usually usually studies have uh more longer more longer put you to sleep titles. Next, our next question was from a Dean M. Hey, I'm extremely new to nootropics. I only recently been using acetylcholine and Nupept along with some adaptogen to manage my ADHD symptoms. What would be the recommended dose of oxiracetam? Thanks for asking. Oxiracetam is uh, I was diagnosed with ADHD and that was certainly a big challenge in my own childhood and teenage years and I gotta say oxiracetam if oxiracetam works for you the way it did for me boy you're gonna love it it's gonna be one of the best things that you ever consumed Uh, because it is a in my experience it's not a very stimulating drug but it's a drug that gives you the discipline that being a productive member of society demands. Uh, to answer your question, uh, I would just go with 750 milligrams of oxyracetam. That's that's a pretty standard dosage. You can you can experiment a little bit with doing a bit more of it, but you're already taking some other nootropics that are going to be stimulating you, and uh, so so I think I think you're probably going to be okay with uh, 750. Final question is from someone named Aldo Varez. And he says, your vids have been going pretty deep, man. I go deep, homie. And addressing some very deep visceral truths that are ahead of their time. Just calling it now. Thanks, man. Are you into Jordan Peterson? I'd really like your perspective on maps of meaning. Thank you for your work, sir. (laughs) yeah i i have followed jordan peterson and watched some of his videos on youtube he has some really uh, he has a great capacity for making these connections in between these really morbid events in history and uh between these deep dark truths of human psychology I have not read his book Maps of Meaning and I think it's 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 quite expensive isn't it Last time I checked it out on Amazon it was like 60 or 70 dollars or something like that and I've in my experience in my experience there'll be these public intellectuals that do Uh, That follow kind of this business model of putting out a bunch of videos and podcasts on the internet where they speak really really in depth on a given topic and they do interviews with people and debates with people and they really flesh their ideas out in a public forum and then what they do is they come along and they write a book that synopsizes that book those ideas and a lot of times we'll kind of refine those ideas and we'll maybe cut some chaff away from those ideas and uh, in the case of Jordan Peterson what I anticipate is that I anticipate that that's what his his, uh, flagship uh, book maps of meaning is about um, it's, it's pretty rare that a public intellectual will spend half their working hours opining publicly and then they'll be able to write a book on top of that that covers uh, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100,000 words of completely brand new content. That's actually, that's actually pretty rare. Usually, the, uh, usually what it does is it synopsizes things. And in that situation, I just can't really justify spending uh, another like 60 or 70 bucks, and then probably another like uh, 25, 30 hours on top of that uh, reading uh, a book. So what I have done though is I have uh, taken Jordan Peterson's advice, and I have purchased his uh, his program, his self-authoring program. And I have started doing it. I've started writing all those essays about yourself and the different chapters of your own life, and it's interesting. And uh, there's a couple of things that I've, I've surprised myself, which I think is part of the objective of that. But I have not finished it yet because it is a it is a gigantic task of writing to do all these different essays about your past. Experience and at such point that I finish the self authoring program and uh, experience some type of uh, benefits or some type of uh, interesting life change, I will do a uh, video that reports back on that. But at this point, yeah, uh, Jordan Peterson is uh, a real, uh, I would say, is an intellectual influence on me. Wow, I got through seven questions in just 24 minutes. I must be on smart drugs or something like that. Anyways, as always, I look forward to a continued conversation with you. And if there's any questions here that I did not answer to the extent that you guys needed them answered, or if there's people listening that would like my opinion on some real specific thing, if there's a question regarding your uh, mindset and your biohacking that you haven't been able to find good answers to just by Googling the topic. And a lot of times Googling, a lot of times people say, oh, you can just Google anything and you can find out the question to anything. And boy, that is not the case in, in, in a lot of situations. In a lot of situations, the Google algorithm does not give you the information that, that you need. The the artificial intelligence that, that Google has, while, while powerful and while it certainly does help us to live better lives, it is no substitute for human knowledge and experience and empathy. So, if, if I can help you, I have the Limitless Mindset Secret Society where I do 25-minute free biohacking consultation with people that are spending a 100 bucks or more on their uh, biohacking, on their, uh, that they're investing into making themselves a bit more dangerous, high-performance animal. And I am also, of course, available for just hourly uh, consulting and I do do hourly consulting with people, and, and it's, it's, always, it's always interesting. Sometimes we cry together. Sometimes we cry together, but not a lot. But uh, that's, always, that's always interesting when you have that level of connection, isn't it? Anyways, I look forward to a continued conversation with you. I said that twice, but it's my thing that I say.